Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Why Did I Like It? This is my second time attempting to record the the most important part of my childhood, or one of the most important parts of my childhood. Why did I like Saved by the Bell? Now, Saved by the Bell premiered on August 20th, 1989, and was created by a producer or a creator, whatever you want to call him, known as Peter Engel. Now, initially, the show was a spinoff or a retooling of a show that came on Disney Channel called Good Morning, Miss Bliss, which starred Haley Mills, who was in the original Parent Trap, which was remade by Lindsay Lohan. Let's not go off the beaten course. Now, the original show was about a teacher and these teenagers, but it was more focused on the teacher herself, Miss Bliss. Eventually, after one season, Disney Channel was like, the show is not good. And they just canceled it. They were like, this is not anything we care about. But the creators or ABC or Disney or whatever you want to call it, we're like, there's something here. What if we retool it, we add some more teenagers, and we just put one teacher or a, re- a rotating cast of random teachers and have it focus more on the shenanigans and the hijinks of the actual students or teenagers themselves? Thus, Say by the Bell was born. Now, obviously, like it took place at a high school, which was a fictional Bayside High California-based school, and the stars of the show, Mark Paul Gossler, Lark Voorhees, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, Mario Lopez, Jessica Berkeley, and Dustin Diamond ended up being chosen because their chemistry was off the charts. Most notably was Mark Paul Gossler's character, Zach Morris. Now, Zach Morris ended up becoming the unofficial lead of the show, even though it was an ensemble cast, because he would be the one to instigate the hijinks. That's actually why my production company was called Black Morris, because uh, as I explained to one of my friends, uh, imagine if Zach Morris was black. Then you have me, even though I'm nothing like him. The final episode, after it ran for four seasons, aired at night on uh, May 22nd, 1993. Of course, like this was just it, quite like, you know, Star Trek and other shows that had very short runs. It's about the afterlife of the show. While Stay by the Bell eventually became the flagship of NBC, where it, which was the, the network it aired on. They had a, a teenage block on Saturday mornings called TNBC because a lot of kids who used to watch Saturday morning cartoons on NBC were growing up and weren't really watching cartoons anymore. So they decided to switch to live action programming, hence TNBC. And you had other shows that took the premise of Saved by the Bell, which was hijinks in a high school and just put it in different areas. You had Hang Time, which was hijinks in a school gym. You had City Guys, which was hijinks in the city. And even though they were the same show, Saved by the Bell was the show. I mean, eventually after they ended the initial run, they relaunched it as Saved by the Bell, the new class. But I'm not even, I never even pretended to watch. I think I watched like one episode, but I was like, no. There's no A.C. Slater, no Zach Morris, no Lisa Turtle, no Screech, who was the nerd, no Kelly Kapowski, who was <laughs> the most perfect person ever, and no Jesse Spano, who was the, the book smart one, and also Mr. Belding, who was the principal, who would constantly catch them and be like, hey, 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 what's going on here? Oh, actually, you know what? It's time for rant time. Back in the day, the Overlord and I actually used to frequent bars and clubs and everything like that. Back when we were in college, back when we were still cool, before time caught up. To, it doesn't matter. And one random night, we go to this place known as Dizzy Lizards. And as we're in Dizzy Lizards, we're just navigating the crowd, trying to hang out and try and look cool. But all of a sudden, this music plays, which is the theme song to Save by the Bell, which is an iconic theme song. And again, I wish I could sing it, but I do need this episode to actually air and finish this time. So anyway, we were looking around like, why is the Save by the Bell theme song playing? As we look on the stage, how come? Mr. Belding, Dennis Hoskins or Haskins himself, and he's pouring shots in the crowd. Now, we are both big Saved by the Bell fans. I think me more than him. And we make a beeline to the bar where Mr. Belding is standing on the bar and he starts pouring shots in our mouths. Now, in retrospect, (laughs) I don't know why this happened. 
or even if I'm proud of it, I just know that it's something that we did. Anyway, rant over. But anyway, so, of course, like, you know, like I said, that it was about the afterlife of the show. I didn't watch the new class, but they also, Saved by the Bell, had two TV movies, which I remember very distinctly. One was called Saved by the Bell, <laughs> Saved by the Bell, colon, Hawaiian style. And <laughs> Saved by the Bell, colon, Wedding in Vegas. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm laughing at this. It's just, there was like, because there was nothing to really do, because the characters always had hijinks in high school, they just kind of put them in different locations and were like, all right. And like, you know, obviously we loved it because it was people that it was characters that we knew, but there was nothing to it. So they had to put the mafia in one of them. I think the the Vegas one had the mafia in it where Kelly Kapowski and Zach Morris were about to get married. And somebody, you know, it was the 90s. It was always the mafia, as I've said before. The mafia was always looking to murk somebody. So it didn't matter what the setup was. Usually it was a briefcase of money that was mixed up. I think that's what it was. I think someone accidentally, when they got their luggage as they got to Hawaii or Vegas, I don't remember which movie it was, got their luggage mixed up and the mafia ended up having like beachwear and then they ended up with money. So the Saved by the Bell gang ended up with money. And so the mafia was trying to kill them. I don't know. I, mean, I, I believe that's what it was. And they didn't get murked. Thankfully, they survived <laughs> the mafia. I'm telling you, it's always the mafia. Anyway, in addition to those movies, though, they did have Saved by the Bell, The College Years, which I did watch, but it only lasted for one season between 1993 and 1994. Jesse Spano didn't come back because Elizabeth Berkley actually did a movie called Showgirls that was very scantily clad. And so the producers of Saved by the Bell were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Even though you're an adult female who can consent to what kind of roles she wants, we're not cool with that. No, how dare you try to branch out and have a career outside of Saved by the Bell? Kelly Kapowski, Tiffany Amber Thiessen would eventually end up on 90210 also. But her character was kind of, she was like the antithesis of Kelly Kapowski. She was very sweet. She was a cheerleader. She was always putting up with Zach's shenanigans and Zach openly trying to cheat in front of her, including with her own sister. But she ended up on another show where she was um, more sexualized, I guess you could say. Uh, A.C. Slater, he eventually ended up hosting Entertainment Tonight for like, the past 50 years, actually. And he still looks exactly the same. Like, he's 45 and he looks like he's 20-something. I don't know how he does it. I don't really care. I just know that I want to... I mean, I don't look like that. You know what? I don't look in shape now because he's a fine specimen. So I won't look like that when I'm 45. <laughs> I look worse. Um, yeah. Uh, what's funny is eventually, with all these different things and everything like that, Say by the Bell did really well on DVD and everything like that. It was in syndication years after it had been canceled. Sometimes they would mix together the earlier episodes of Good Morning, Miss Bliss because Zach was in it and so was Lisa and then another character who was dropped when they retooled the show. So they would they would make that a part of the Saved by the Bell canon, um, even though it's very disjointed because Good Morning, Miss Bliss is a very different show from Saved by the Bell. So if you saw reruns of Good Morning, Miss Bliss and then you saw like an episode of Saved by the Bell, you're like, are these the same kids? And, and how long have they been in school? Because they look like they're in their 30s now. They eventually would revive the show in 2020 and it was still called Saved by the Bell. And some of the original, actually all the original cast except for Screech came back because in the interim between Saved by the Bell's cancellation and those TV movies and the college years, which Screech was in, he wrote a book which basically had all this just treacherous behind the scenes stuff that he eventually said wasn't true. He just was very desperate for money. So he he did what he had to do. Um, he had, he, like the rest of the cast shunned him, unfortunately. But he did get to speak to Mario Lopez and apologize. And then, unfortunately, he did pass away from cancer. But he was never on the re the, re the revival show. But the rest of the cast were on it. Uh, Jesse Spano actually ended up playing a teacher, despite her showgirl's past, which they referenced in the show about her eventually like working in Vegas as like a wink-wink, nudge-nudge. A.C. Slater, who was always the jock, ended up being the, the gym teacher, but albeit uh, a lot more ineffectual. 
Kelly Kapowski married Zach, obviously, and she had her own brand, but she didn't really do anything which was a part of the show, she would lament the fact that she has no real talent. She just makes products and it's basically like snake oil where she just says that they can fix your skin and she has no idea how. Lisa, who was always into fashion, she was the rich girl. She was kind of vapid. She ended up being a fashion designer. She wasn't in the first season of The Revival, but she came back for the second season and she was awesome. And my boy, Zach Morris, eventually became governor because of course he did because only a sociopath of zach morris's level because this dude used to like openly make schemes to not go to class to steal money from the school to sell out his friends like zach was always as a matter of fact if you go on youtube there's a series called zach morris's trash and it details every single horrible thing he had done that was like seen in the 90s as like man zach is cool like zach, zach put together like everybody studied for a test except for zach so Zach put together this elaborate scheme to get the whole test canceled by making the teachers have a strike by saying that uh, Mr. Belding was not going to respect the teachers. It was this whole crazy thing where basically he almost cost everybody their jobs, cost everybody all their time from studying just because Zach didn't feel like studying. Like, that's that's how wicked this character was. And as as a kid, I was like, man, that's so cool that he got school canceled. He's destroying lives. He also one time almost got uh, somebody killed because he was driving some car and he crashed it and then he tried to have it fixed behind his parents' back, but then they dismantled the car and then A.C. Slater had to put it back together because A.C. Slater was also a mechanic. It was was ridiculous. He ended up also dating Kelly's sister, or not dating, but he led on her younger sister instead of just telling her like, hey, look, you're like 12 and I'm, you know, dating your sister and I'm 18. He like, in this weird way, was trying to make the sister hate him. It was it was very convoluted and very strange. But Zach Morris did stuff like this all the time. And actually, in the revival, the writer and creator of Zach Morris's Trash ended up working on the Saved by the Bell reboot, which was hilarious. Unfortunately, it only lasted for two seasons because, you know, life isn't fair and we're all living on Razor's Edge. But I personally loved it because, speaking of Razor's Edge, which was a wrestling move, there was tons of wrestling references in this show. It was also very, it was also very strange because... They had a reverence for the original Saved by the Bell, but they would make fun of some of the more nonsensical things. Like, for example, there was a band that they were all in called Zack Attack, but then you realize that it was only in Zack's head. But in the revival series, they actually <laughs> they actually try to reform Zack Attack, and before they start playing their instruments, they realize, or Zack realizes, oh, wait a minute, this wasn't a real band. It was just something I had a dream about, even though the rest of the cast was on board. It was amazing. And, um... My favorite character in the Revival series was Zach Morris's son, which was hilarious. That he was basically like his father, except worse, because he was like really, truly insane. He was just, I can't even describe him and do it justice. He was insane. Uh, but the original series, you know, it was in the 90s, so continuity was very loose. And they also actually a couple times would venture outside the school. Like for the summer, they worked for this man named Mr. Carosi at a beach house. And I don't think Kelly was there, because I think Kelly was filming something else at the same at the time. So they introduced a character portrayed by Leah Rimini, known as Stacy Carosi. And she was super Italian, so she didn't have any time for any of uh, Zach Morris's BS, you know what I'm saying? And she would, like, be at odds with uh, Zach. But she also dated some preppy guy. And then she <laughs> then she eventually falls for Zach's shenanigans because we all did. And then she was never seen again. And then in the last season, which wasn't supposed to be, uh, you know, greenlit, they eventually were like, all right, we'll do one more and wrap up the story. But by then, Kelly Kabowski had completely left because she was full-time working on another show. So they brought in Tori, who was a, a leather jacket wearing, like, tomboy, who Zach immediately went after because Zach Morris was, if nothing else, 
a lecherous trash. So, <laughs> so, so Tori who like rode motorcycles. You know, you know what? Stacey Carosi and Tori never showed up on the revival series. So I'm assuming that Stacey Carosi just took over her dad's beach club and just was like, eh. And then Tori, since she was a bike motorcycle enthusiast, was riding one day and probably got murked. I don't know. She seemed like she was going to die by the sword. She just always seemed very reckless. And she used to, like, pretend like she was this hard-edged person, which I think she was supposed to be. But then she always fell for Zach's nonsense. Only in her first appearance did she not. But since then, she went along with every single scheme. And um, the only other person who would kind of fight back throughout the series against Zach's, like, reign of terror was A.C. Slater. But they're also, like, best friends, but, like, frenemies, but rivals. And they've pointed this out many times. But at the end of the day, Slater would either help cover for Zach or one time Slater did something sketchy, too, where he was supposed to be leaving to go to the army with his dad, but then he wasn't anymore. But they threw him a whole goodbye party and he lied because he was trying to hit on a girl. I think it was Kelly because they were... There was a whole weird thing where Kelly was back and forth and then Screech loved Lisa, but Lisa hated Screech and then Jesse and Slater liked each other. Whatever. Point is, he lies and then he ends up having this party and then he feels bad and Zach is like, oh, don't feel bad. I do stuff like this all the time. <laughs> like, and Slater's like, oh yeah, you're right. It is what it is. And um, the revival was written by Tracy Wigfield or created by Tracy Wigfield who worked on 30 Rock. She did Good News. Uh, she uh, did the... She, she worked on The Unbreakable Committee Schmidt, a, f- a fantastic comedy writer. And when they canceled the show, she was like, you know, it was unfortunate. But at this point, Saved by the Bell's legacy is so big and so far-reaching that anytime it's even hinted, mentioned, or like, you know, sniffed at that there might be some sort of reunion, the whole world goes crazy because Saved by the Bell is fantastic. So let me put a button on this episode. I know I was kind of running through it, but this is literally like the third time I've recorded it, again, <laughs> uh, which is part of the course at this point. Why did I like it? One simple answer, Zach Morris. Uh, Does it still hold up? Oh my gosh, I watched the revival series and some episodes of the original all the time. And would it work now? It did. Unfortunately, not for a long time, but at least for two years, even during the pandemic, it was a fantastic revival show. And um, I can't see it being gone for long, whether it's, you know, rebooted as like a serious drama like Bel Air or they bring back the original cast for one last run or they, they merge the two casts together in a Fast and the Furious type like we're all family and they have to like take down another school. I don't know. It's going to come back someday because when you wake up in the morning and an alarm is without a warning, I don't think that I will make it on time. But then I give myself a look and I grab myself a book. If I'm at the corner just in time, things will be all right. And it's all right because I'm saved by the bell. I'm sure I got some of those lyrics wrong, but you guys get the gist of it. Anyway, I've been the nefarious Mike A. Sims. You have been fantastic. This has been Why Did I Like It? And I will see you on the flip side of humanity. 